Why is it the Democrats seem to want to end every kind of industry in the United States of America? They seem to want every industry shut down. You know, they did it with manufacturing. Steel is no longer practically around in the United States. Uh, the chip industry, we used to make 70 or 60% of chips and semiconductors within the United States. That was all exported overseas. First, places like Taiwan and the Philippines, and then later on, they were moved into adversarial countries, such as, of all places, China. And uh, in fact, some chip manufacturing was actually moved into the Soviet, former Soviet Union, rather, I should say, which is uh, very interesting. That of all places, Eastern Europe was was another area. It's pretty much like the uranium industry. It's like any industry, any capability, any productive output that can be made in America must be forbade in America. And that is what the Democratic Party seems to be doing. They use one line and one line repeatedly. One is inequality of workers. Uh, you know, even if you have assembly line employees in the United States earning up to $60 an hour in some cases, in some companies, because of all the union uh, deals that have been passed, which generally shut down many of those businesses, or whether it's environmental and other ethical regulations. You see, what they did is they used something called human resources. I like to call it inhuman resources uh, to be able to come in and really take down many of these industries that have been out there. It is almost endless. You can drive along the Lake Erie shoreline, for example, when you talk about environmental impact. And let's just look at this. You can drive from, say, oh, I don't know, uh, somewhere around uh, all, well, um, north of Albany, rather, um, along the border with, uh, with Canada and uh, Montreal, you know, uh, that, that highway that leads up there. And you will see empty factories all along the Hudson Valley as you drive up. And then you keep moving along that uh, St. Lawrence River area where it comes out into uh, Lake Ontario. And then you go down by Rochester, New York, and you see, well, there's some factories there. At least some were restarted under the Trump administration, but many of them were incredibly shut down for the longest period of time. The Trump administration was able to get uh, some funding out for a, uh, a medical uh, precursor chemical production facility, because right now, any the chemicals that go inside anything from aspirin to, let's say, uh, baby formula <laughs> or, or other, uh, you know, uh, medications out there, they've all been moved to other countries. And uh, primarily the, the reason they said, oh, it's pollution. So let me continue my story. Remember, the issue is pollution. The issue was also back in the 70s and 80s, they talked about acid rain, which really did happen. There was a lot of pollution and uh, there were a lot of issues. But uh, the story turns interesting twist as it continuously moved down the highway. You know, and you go along that Lake Erie shoreline uh, from Lake Ontario, rather, through Niagara Falls, more shutdown factories as you drive along the way. You head down to, say, Tonawanda, where there used to be these huge uh, U.S. steel uh, plants that were there. Um, all along the Lake Erie shoreline, especially when you get to Erie, Pennsylvania, you move towards Detroit, and then you see the Great Blight, as in shutdown companies. And remember, the primary reason all most of these were shut down was because those factories were producing a lot of pollution 
and were harming our neighbor to the north, Canada. And so we shut down most of those factories on our side of the border. But if you drive, take the Peace Bridge, cross over to Canada, go past Walmart, head straight into Mississauga, and uh, past Fort Erie, you will notice a lot of those factories that were shut down in the United States for pollution reasons are all in Mississauga. <laughs> They've all been moved to the Canadian side of the border. So what was the big deal with all these things about pollution and this and that and all these other issues? No, what was meant there in that particular instance was perhaps targeted lobbying to shut down things so that someone else could produce it. And they used America's politicians to do it. Hey, that's not something that doesn't happen anymore. It actually is happening right now. In fact, Brian Bobbitt, who's a Republican from Texas, wants to talk about how the oil industry, America's energy independence state, is going to be totally shut down by people like AOC and uh, Ilhan Omar and uh, the, the camel lady, uh, Talib, uh, and some of these other people to, to basically come out and say, when I say camel lady, it's because she's got breath like a camel. Who knows where her mouth has been. But you, you, you go and you talk about all of these things and you listen and you look at it and you learn and you find out, oh my goodness, their ultimate goal is to shut down every productive development in the United States of America. Either to move it over to Mexico or to exactly do the opposite and shut it down completely here. Let's listen to uh, Brian Babin uh, from Texas in the House of Representatives speaking earlier today. We've heard a lot of hypocrisy from President Biden and the Democrats about oil and gas, about our fossil fuel industry. We've heard them say that they're going to, quote, end fossil fuels, period, unquote. That the oil and gas industry should no longer have the ability to even drill, to explore. That the only way to save the coral reefs and the glaciers is to end fossil fuels, and that millions of people are dying every year because of fossil fuels. And even though my colleagues on the other side of the aisle weren't joking, it's hard not to laugh at this absurdity. Who is buying this baloney? Who is so blinded by the left and their climate change delusion that they can't see the hypocrisy in all of this? If the Democrats got their way, if they really did shut down the fossil fuel industry, do they actually understand the real life ramifications of that drastic action? What do the Democrats think fossil fuels construction, uh, what do you think the Democrats think that fuels our construction equipment, our trucks, our buses, tractors, boats, and trains? How would they spend their recent trillion dollar infrastructure package without diesel fuel? If Joe Biden keeps his promise to end fossil fuels, life will certainly become awfully challenging for many of us in the 21st century, since laptops, tablets, credit cards will no longer be available. Imagine how Joe Biden's constituents would have felt in 2012 after Hurricane Sandy raged up through Delaware 
if they couldn't have gotten their hands on gasoline-powered electric generators. Yes, my friends, those generators provided power thanks to none other than fossil fuels and their industry. And as if the baby formula shortage isn't bad enough already, let's take away their pacifiers too. Yet another product of fossil fuels. The hypocrisy is astounding. Honestly, Joe Biden should be thanking the fossil fuel industry for protecting him. Thanks to his helmet brought to us by fossil fuels, he was shielded from his fall off that bicycle last week. Not to mention the petroleum-made asphalt that padded his fall and, frankly, even the bicycle itself. And while this administration tells suffering Americans to just simply buy Teslas and other electric vehicles, they're conveniently failing to mention that fossil fuels make brake fluid, turn signals, tires, and in fact, they supply the very power that charges our electric vehicles. Everything from pins to dog toys, sunglasses to the soles of our shoes, we still very much need oil and gas industry. We're dependent on it, folks. But if my Democrat colleagues would like to ban leather briefcases and patio furniture, candles, headsets, and cell phones in the name of climate change, then good luck. You will only further cripple our economy and destroy many everyday necessities that you seem to take for granted. Oh, don't forget that petrochemicals also use are used to make painkillers, antihistamines, antibiotics, antibacterials, cough syrups, creams, and ointments. They're also used in heart valves and other critical life-saving medical equipment like radiological dyes and films, intravenous tubing, syringes, and oxygen masks. I'd recommend my Democrat colleagues do a little more homework before they foolishly make enemies of an industry that is involved in literally every single aspect of our lives. I yield back. And that, of course, was uh, Brian uh, Babin. Uh, oh, way to go, Brian. You know, let's go Brandon, I guess, for the rest of it. But, you know, the, the problem is also we're, we're doing things by saying, well, they have to shut down all of these fossil fuel things. Gasoline needs to be put aside and everything because, uh, hey, you know, there's, there's great electrical cars out there. And it's not just Tesla. Uh, GM is making a huge um, entry to Toyota and all these other companies, even though most of them are going to be charged with uh, coal power plants because they've shut down all the nuclear ones. And not only that, they've uh, decided that uh, natural gas, since it's a fossil fuel, should not also be used, which is absolutely insane. There is no proof to many of the allegations that they've been making about global warming. In fact, we've seen more things like global cooling the biggest problem in America today. But that, of course, is something to be discussed further on another episode. For now, how about those electrical cars? We were talking about one, one that I would love to have for me and my, my uh, sons. Not that I could drive it, because uh, even though I get calls about my insurance every day from the, some strange uh, robocalling device, uh, <laughs> being legally blind, I can't drive. But I still can see well enough with at least the one eye that God has given me to be able to see with. 
that there are problems even with these new electric cars. Let's listen to Scotty Kilmer. Scotty has been on CBS for the longest time as your friendly neighborhood mechanic, the original uh, Niagara Falls native uh, who actually uh, grew up, um, I believe, somewhere in the Niagara Falls area up, up near Buffalo. Um, he, of course, uh, talks about the Mustang Mach-E, which is now being mocked for being badly built. It seems their electrical connectors are fusing. Ooh, that ain't good. Here's Scotty. Rub up your engines! Well, Ford has had to stop their Mustang Mach-E deliveries, their electric SUV. They got electrical problems. What a surprise. They're building them in Mexico, and they have electrical problems. What a shock. They're not delivering them, but here's the joke from Ford. This is the BS that these corporations put out. Here's a clarification that Ford sent out. Please note, this is not a stop sale. Dealer can still sell the car. They just can't deliver it to the customer. No, if that means they're not selling them, I don't know what does. <laughs> Turns out that one of these main power connectors on a giant electric wires isn't right, and they can heat up and fuse. You use all that power, it's like welding. You know anything about welding? One of the easiest ways to weld is electric welding. You get a stick and a giant transformer. You put the negative on the metal. And when you touch the stick, it melts. That's how stick welding works, right? Well, this thing's going to stick weld itself together because they didn't build them right in Mexico. What a shocker. They're paying these people peanuts in Mexico. What do they think will happen? I don't know exactly what Ford's paying because they don't want to give out the information, but I looked at the GM data and some of their factories, these guys are making $6.85, not an hour for an entire 12-hour day. They get $6.85. Well, guess what? They end up making crap. They're all built in Mexico. Well, guess what? You pay peanuts, what do you get? You get nutty cars that aren't built right. Turns out that the primary high-voltage connectors can overheat and then fuse on. And you understand, that can also create fires. And it could be every single one they've made so far. Now, Ford says they don't expect to have a fix for this problem until the third quarter of 2022. They built them. They don't even know how to fix them. Well, actually, they probably do know how to fix them, but it costs them so much money, they're probably looking for a cheaper way to fix it. They're always looking for Band-Aids. We'll tape over this. That's what they did in some of the times in the past. When I was young, we had a car, it was a GM car, and the motor mounts would break. And the way the old cars were designed, then the motor would fall down and hit the ground. So their solution was, they didn't put new motor mounts on. They put a chain around the motor mount, so if it fell, it wouldn't hit the ground. And that was the recall. Just stick a chain on each one, takes five minutes, away they went, saved them a bunch of money, you still had a crappy car with motor mounts, it wouldn't break, and then you'd have to go get them fixed later, but it wouldn't make the engine hit the ground. That was their fix. Ford's obviously looking for a cheap fix now. So, you know, that's basically it. Uh, I don't want to give Scotty's whole show away here. Uh, I, I, I watch him sometimes on YouTube and, uh, you know, stay aware and awake about what's going on with the uh, auto industry. Through guys like Scotty who are online and then they do excellent work on YouTube. Hey, give him a like and subscribe and, uh, and, and, and watch him. He has, is a 50-year uh, mechanic 
it's pretty rare to find one like that. And uh, knows knows his technology too pretty well. Uh, he's not just talking off his uh, off his duff there. Um, and uh, Scotty Kilmer there, of course, uh, just just. Uh, Without permission, quoting from him what exactly he said about this problem that is engaging with uh, the Ford Mustang Mach E. I'm Mike of New York. That's the latest from me and about the Mach E. That rhymes. Cool. I'll be back with more. Stick around right here on Mike of New York. Yeah.